Welcome to the Agile Muse. We are the hosts. I'm Shweta. And hi, this is Ravi here. So we're conversing on everything that holds relevance with Agile. Exactly. All right. Let's get started with this episode number six. Ashwi, what are we talking about in this episode today? Okay. Uh, so I got a question from one of my uh, colleagues and uh, he wanted to understand what is the career progression of a scrum master? You know, how do we grow? Uh, so okay. do you want to talk about that? Does it sound I will interesting? Start. I will start. I'm, I'm, I'm badly going to lean on you and I hope you, you'll do also do the same with me because we are we are the only ones speaking now in this podcast. So we both have to lean on each other to get that insights. But let me start. Let me give a try. There's no harm in okay. it. Okay. Let me take an example uh, to just to explain the concept I'm bringing in. Uh, when we talk in terms of career progression, um, Scrum Master as such uh, might be a designation in an organization. Like they have Scrum Masters and Senior Scrum Masters and so on. So Scrum Master could be a designation, but I'm not going there. I'm starting Scrum Master as a role discipline. Now, when, when Scrum Master as a role discipline, that's, that's a, a, a appropriate or a most, uh, um, most relevant place to kickstart this conversation with. Now, Scrum Master being in a, holding an accountability and there's a role uh, with a discipline than by designation to, to fit in, in an organization. Um, mm-hmm. There are several things you can look forward, right? For example, now, um, bor- borrowing an analogy of uh, an Indian police, a, an individual who's joining an Indian police service or um, uh, joining that um, battalion of cops in the in this country. Now, primarily their their role and the functions um, do do take care of multiple things. For example, they they prevent crimes, so they they reduce opportunities for a crime to occur. So they uh, mm-hmm. they protect public properties and which is like take care of. Um, some of the rail railways, bridges, roads, and airports and terminals and so on. So they um, they uh, help in uh, preserving the public in order, right? So they, they promote and preserve the public in order. Um, they enforce the law primarily. They they help us understand the law better, and they create and maintain a kind of uh, and feeling of security. And now the list goes on. Like they register the complaints. They they stay unbiased when a when a crime scene and so on. But now, keeping these responsibilities aside, when you come and see uh, within the hierarchy, there are several mm. levels, right? You start from a constable, then you have a sub-inspector, inspector, then you have superintendent of police, then deputy superintendent of police, then you have a commissioner, a deputy commissioner, you have IG. Okay, okay, okay. IG, so, <laughs> so I'm not getting into that now. And all that put together, you end up seeing primarily their responsibilities don't change, meaning they're... they're, they're, they're uh, um, range might change, but the core responsibilities mm-hmm. remain the same. What a cop is expected to do at any level remains the same, but their their boundaries might expand as they as they give get better or senior in the designation. Now the same applies for a scrum master, right? Now um, when you when you go read scrum guide on the accountabilities and what does a scrum master serve? Scrum master serves the mm-hmm. team, um, the developers. Scrum master serves the um, product owner. And there's the most important thing, which is like uh, underplayed is Scrum Master serving the organization. And when you read Scrum, Scrum doesn't talk about the maximum. Scrum talks about the minimum, right? It talks about the yeah. bare minimum you can do. It doesn't say this is the maximum you can always afford. 
so when you read scrum master serving the organization from that dimension you can see uh, a scrum master who has kick started his or her journey initially in an organization mm-hmm. might not be there in the space to begin with right i if imagine if i am that scrum master who has uh, kick started my journey as a scrum master from being a developer or tester i might not be there mm-hmm. doing a lot of things in, at the org level so um, but as i get better with my role and as i grow my uh, ladder like scrum master 1 2 3 or scrum master senior and so on naturally my my mm-hmm. career elevation expects me to do something like leading this implementation in the organization promoting uh, scrum uh, in in a right right sense in the right spirit to the organization uh, planning mm-hmm. and 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 helping uh, scrum implementation within the organization uh everyone else mm-hmm. uh, apart from those scrum teams to know how this um, philosophy behind empiricism works and also systemically looking at impediments which are like org level and then help them remove so the flow uh, is seamless in that process they they become quite senior like they become senior scrum masters and so on or correct they they can also take up uh, other additional responsibilities which can elevate them to a different level like they can get into program portfolio and so on fair point ravi first of all let me tell you that the police analogy was fantastic i don't know where you come up with the, <laughs> where you come up with this from uh, that was awesome um i think to add to what you just said right um, there are chances that you feel that you're uh, you're you're stagnant that growth has stopped because uh, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, you're not very happy with where you are right now mm-hmm. so there is potential of you reaching places right you can mm-hmm. go places uh, mm-hmm. within this very role right your mission i think as a scrum master should be uh, better than what you were yesterday mm-hmm. uh, empiricism right inspect and adapt and uh, uh, see what works for you right uh, focus on what you can do today and uh, grow yourself you know there are so many hats there are scrum master dons uh, mm-hmm. there is coaching there is facilitating mentoring teaching and there's so much to learn within these skills itself right mm-hmm. um, so check where you are at there is always room for improvement mm-hmm. uh, see what you can add to your toolkit right to grow you must know your strengths and your weaknesses mm-hmm. and uh, capitalize on that figure out what's your biggest asset uh, what is it that you lack uh, what is fulfilling for you and uh, uh, i think that will also give you a sense of direction on uh, as to which where you need to head right hmm hmm that's right that's right and yeah. and and, uh, and what do you think about the go ahead ravi i have a question for you i, I know you you're flowing seamlessly but there's a question to you. how do you <laughs> how do you look at the background of an individual like like assuming assuming my case of me started as a tester and then getting mm-hmm. on to um testing which is more quality more of quality assurance and so on and then upskilling myself into learning about scrum and getting better with it for for quite some time but what do you think about the background of the individual does it does it help or does it influence their career progression yeah uh yes of course it does i mean uh, no irrespective of what i mean you obviously bring in a lot of knowledge right mm-hmm. uh with you when you mm-hmm. uh have transition from one particular role to that of a scrum master let's say you were a, a tech arc or a developer you have uh you have that experience with you so when you work with the uh, uh, teams right in the capacity of a scrum master uh maybe 
you get don on the teaching hat at times i'm not asking you to make decisions for the mm-hmm. team uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you can probably uh, facilitate conversations in the right direction so that you help them self organize and come up with creative solutions to problems right uh, mm-hmm. maybe you mm-hmm. can understand uh, uh, their conversation their lingo right it mm-hmm. gives you an added bonus mm-hmm. um, help them uh, uh, help them uh, organize uh themselves into being better teams mm. um and obviously uh from whatever experience you have you can share your experiences and let them take uh, their decision on how they want to improve mm-hmm. in fact that reminds me of uh, some of those techies who turn up to become scrum master eventually they um progress in their career by being dual hatted meaning they still uh, be a scrum master but also have some some uh, developer responsibilities in addition to it Anyway, mm-hmm. we don't see that as explicitly called out, right? In Scrum Guide, when you read through it, there is nothing like a Scrum Master shouldn't be a developer because there is also an open call out that uh, a Scrum Master participates in a daily Scrum or starts pulling work as long as they they turn their roles into a developer. Only then they participate. Else, they don't. They are not required for a daily Scrum, or right. they're, they're not even relevant to pull work uh, in, into the product as from the product backlog to the sprint backlog. So. that way i have seen even guys like how you said techies who turn out to be scrum master and then eventually they have a career progression to hold on to both that's also possible yeah why not um and in fact i think uh, you know if you're talking about career progression mm-hmm. uh you can grow as a scrum master right i think i am seeing different designations being assigned to scrum masters mm-hmm. these days depending mm-hmm. on their experience and their seniority right you have mm-hmm. a scrum master you have a senior scrum master you have principal scrum master uh yeah <laughs> that's all based on uh, your experience mm-hmm. um eventually for you right the mm-hmm. goal should be to make uh, servant leadership a, a more understandable and uh, it should be actionable for everyone irrespective of what position you hold mm-hmm. okay uh, mm-hmm. that's the only way you create meaningful change right mm-hmm. um so uh i mean uh, irrespect i mean you can even go to uh, that of a director level right as a servant leader when you are at that level uh you bring in your experience right as a servant leader be watchful for uh, uh, structures and policies in your organization that uh, um, are detrimental to agile focus mm-hmm. i mean bring your focus on revolve structures appraisals you know are they truly helping your organizations be agile is there any process improvement that you can bring about at that level you know your experience your experience can help bring in that change uh, you just need to live the scrum values be courageous and you know help uh, your organization achieve uh, bigger goals you know when you are at that level um so keep you should always keep in mind that success could mean a different number of things right can be you helping drive increase customer satisfaction you can probably play a role in increasing uh, you know organizations revenue improve quality overall right mm-hmm. uh, in terms of your deliverables um, yeah so capitalize on what you have learned in your years as a scrum master as and when you uh, progress and you gain mm-hmm. more knowledge mm-hmm. i think you you brought a very valid point i I I don't know whether how how well this example will blend in. I still remember uh, my my mother coming from a from a government uh, job, and she keeps telling part of a finance department they directly hire IAS officers and then Indian Administrative Services IAS and and IAS officers uh-huh. directly to the 
to the highest possible designation and they put them in and because they don't understand the the ground reality on how a, a finance department in a, in a in a particular state or a, or a district works or a county mm-hmm. works right they they start creating insane and crazy uh, policies and and rules and they find it always odd uh, to fit into the block but at the same time people who have progressed from bottoms up meaning guys who have served on the mm-hmm. ground for quite some time and then they um, um, upskill learn stuff and then progress with their maturity to the to the best possible higher rank they are quite sensible and they they try to be more accommodative given the fact they know how it works on the ground like how you said leaders who serve are even scrum masters right so now when they start serving the team and eventually yeah. they get better with with their roles and they start holding accountable for a program success or a portfolio success and then they end up seeing there are several scrum teams not just one but their mindset still remains core with what scrum talks about definitely they are going to be far more successful leaders than what you eventually see leaders who come with that couple of days of training or completing an e learning course about scrum and then they, they try to fit in um like a, like a, like a square squares thing in a, in a circle which is very difficult to do so i think that that's that's a valid point right people who get that mindset right from the time they practice it on the ground and then eventually elevate with their maturity and knowledge also possible right mm-hmm. leaders who serve yeah definitely they can also become actually that leaders on 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 the board with, with far more experience and exposure on how things gets done on the ground that's that's one thing Hmm. yeah absolutely and apart from that right i mean of course it is uh, your role uh, not is not only bound to the team like mm-hmm. you mentioned the scrum guide also explicitly calls out that you are responsible for uh, you know ensuring that uh, uh, scrum and you know the agile ways of working are implemented uh, throughout the organization so organizational mm-hmm. coaching is also uh, something that you can look at right that's true right. uh, yeah apart from that like let's say you're a tenured scrum master mm-hmm. you can also mentor uh, new scrum masters in the organization right mm-hmm. mentoring is about uh, mm-hmm. passing down uh, values uh, let's say to the next generation of scrum masters it's about investing in other people mm-hmm. right and it's mm-hmm. also a way to learn mutual learning right mm-hmm. you uh, you will also learn as in when you teach other pe- i mean share your experience and learn from others experience right not only mm-hmm. the mentee learns from the mentor you will also learn from your mentee that's right that's right that's right yeah 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 that that's true when 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 the organization starts growing naturally their respective portfolios and programs and stuff even keeps growing in parallel and there is a need for more agility to creep in and they always lean on some of those existing highly knowledgeable and ex- experienced folks to help that journey to happen seamlessly and there is a need for scrum masters to help shepherd the, the, the new scrum masters or even scrum masters who come from diverse backgrounds to gel up very well and then get on board it possible yeah through through a community of practice and so on so you can also elevate yourself into something like senior scrub master or lead or anything i'm 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 not sure how each organization positions them but as you progress in your career you you might end up even taking those kind of additional responsibilities possible correct and i think as aspiring scrum masters right mm-hmm. um i think it's a good habit for you also to find a mentor for yourself you know anyone mm-hmm. who inspires you in the organizations mm-hmm. in your organization you should be humble enough to ask for help listen and learn from them you know um and you know you sometimes have the best bonds with your mentors not only mm-hmm. do you learn mm-hmm. uh you know 
uh, let's say coaching uh, skills as such but you know you are, uh, they may also co- coach you in behavioral uh, tactics so you know the lot that you can observe from the way they communicate also so uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you are a scrum master looking to go grow i think uh, find a mentor uh, probably mm-hmm. can also guide you in uh, you know your journey to becoming a better version of yourself hmm hmm yeah and and have you have you noticed this especially when when people want to join new organizations and they are a little curious about um what kind of a career path they have uh mm-hmm. when they join as a scrum master i have couple of tips personally that i that which i always apply number one um you can add uh, shree because i'm jumping into this direction so you can add if, if you find something more relevant to to add up to the listeners number one to understand um, what kind of a um, designation pattern they have along with the role discipline in the organization mm-hmm. for example like scrum master um, they say then senior scrum master or scrum master turning out to be a program manager and then senior program manager so on so just to get a fair idea even before joining an organization to understand what kind of a career path they have for scrum masters number one and number two uh where all these scrum masters roll up to if they all end up rolling up to an a quite independent division under under the mm-hmm. um the CTO or CIO and you see there a lot of autonomy with that role it becomes a little more easier what if you roll up to the uh, to a testing function or or let's say a delivery function under which you still see that you have to nag and find your space with fellow um uh, technical folks and also with the developers part of the scrum team then it is mm-hmm. very much sure that you have to um, fight with some more some more of politics on the ground because you you end up seeing that you and everyone will have the same um, line management and that also tells like, you that you have very limited scope to be more autonomous and free to speak up because now imagine mm-hmm. you are my scrum master and i'm i'm the developer we both report to the same person so uh-huh. in the process of me telling how in the process of you telling how well you serve to me Uh, so us like us developers it also put mm-hmm. puts us in a spot that we still need you to get served by so so i we might outsmart <laughs> you right and and that's also one way of looking at it just to just to know Correct. the hierarchy in which um, these roles do fit in and kind of uh, kind of um, the, the 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 tags or the names they have along with the careers uh, as as they progress is also one way to understand culturally how they look at scrum masters And, and correct and i think to mm. to to that point right ravi mm-hmm. i feel organizations also who are on the path to embracing agility or you know mm-hmm. who are hiring scrum masters they should also be a little mindful when they bring on this role mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. think of how these people who are helping your organization function better mm-hmm. or right um also be a little mindful uh, as to their career aspirations mm, mm. right so i think it's very essential as uh, scrum masters or you know senior mm, or whatever mm. designation you reach mm. uh, you have open and honest conversations about your aspirations with uh, whoever you're reporting to you mm, whatever mm. designation your line manager may be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um have these conversations so you can bring in a change mm, mm. and and one one more thing to to add on i'm, I'm just getting it on on the fly um to to understand what kind of a um your, your performance appraisal objectives are set that also gives you a sense of how your career is shaping in the organization what if what if you join as a scrum master but eventually uh, your line management is expecting you to do a lot of pmo work a lot of mm-hmm. 
generating reports on billing utilization focusing on hiring um getting to know the uh, kind of a team proposition and then uh, working on retention plan and so on and what if there is less and less of knowing how effectively you driving scrum implementation but more and more of managing all this kind of a pmo work if that is that is the kind of goals you get from your from your mm-hmm. line management uh, year on year ouch then that also tells you that how your career progression is because they expecting you to eventually to take up that um, a pmo role and in addition to you being a scrum master which is like a, you have a cover page like a scrum master but once you start reading that book it's more of scrum master in disguise when you open to read it's more of a, a pmo role or something else so understanding what kind of an expectation set on your role as you get onboarded mm-hmm. in an organization time and again like every mid year six months in three months you talk to your line management and they are more worried about uh, what you're doing to the domain what you're doing to the business if that is kind of a question they get i think they are more worried about seeing you as a ba or a, or a or a product management uh, specialist or a sme in the business and so on they are they no more connecting you with Correct. that also so see, tells if you if you like, mm, mm, go ahead go ahead I'm sorry. Uh, oh, if you're inclined towards mm. getting into a project management role, go ahead. But mm. if this is something that does not interest you, then uh, I would suggest look for other opportunities mm. uh, where you can fulfill your aspirations. That's that's right. Sorry, Ravi, right. continue. No, no, that's right. That's right. Even I was about to tell that eventually coming there, right? See, it's it's all mm-hmm. boils down to an individual's interest, what they are uh, comfortable doing it, like like you and me. Once once we had a casual chat, I remember we were talking about. The, the most um, crucial responsibility of a uh, a scrum master is to create that awareness in an organization to even understand there's a systemic impediment only then yeah. only then they they start realizing it getting getting closer to the reality and start working on it now what if an organization accepts that uh, impediment as part of their culture saying that you know, this is how we operate and in that mm-hmm. context it becomes a lot more difficult to 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 navigate a change or talk about talk in terms of a change creeping in similarly if if guys who take up this scrum master role or are, are very happy to still doing that kind of a tech lead or a project lead work of assigning work and then tracking them even even recently i was having a casual chat with someone who was telling that they are more happy about assigning work as a scrum master uh, checking on their burn down to have that uh, have that uh, uh, most uh, ideal line and so on so it was more of controlling the team uh, tracking them meticulously on where they are individually and then providing inputs on their appraisal to the manager and all the stuff so it tells me they are more happy to be that project lead uh, and under a banner called scrum master so eventually they they would become a become a project manager or or a people manager in the long run giving up on this role which is fine because they that's that's where they come from or that's where they really feel like connecting to but that may not be the right career progression of a scrum master per se because now yeah. like how we started right this is more of a discipline uh, with with some some clear accountabilities as what a scrum master has to do immaterial of what designation you hold so um, on that note i think um, it is it is more of like how you said rightly being more mindful about what your boundaries are um, to where you fit in and and the mm-hmm. kind of a structure in which your organization is laid and what they expect out of you to do like every every role has an roi in the mind of a leadership right they they bring in an yeah. architect expecting an architect might help in doing certain things similarly they bring in a performance a test engineer or a performance test consultant to do something on the on on that role so when they bring in scrum master expecting through scrum 
are, are they going to get better solving their own problems and then deliver timely value to the customers that is what their expectation is then you will have a very linear career progression meaning you will go grow better with scrum but if they start Correct. scrum eventually they want to do something else sabotage scrum by doing something else then naturally your career progression will be in some some other direction which you may like or may not like but it's addition uh, as a listener you guys have to do fair point i think but for you as aspiring scrum masters who want to continue on this path i think it's totally up to you to raise the bar right mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean uh, if you have gained enough experience and exposure as team coaches then move to the organizational level see how you can make a difference right That's um set up communities of practice i mm-hmm. think uh, right uh, seek each other out you know that's mm-hmm. how you can achieve change and you know mm-hmm. build on each other's strengths learn together and um drive change mm-hmm. i i I, mm-hmm. i don't think just one or two uh, driving these communities of practice uh, helps you know there should be more and there should be involvement right mm-hmm. and i think um, these forums are also a place where you get completely recharged where you can vent out your frustrations probably discover new solutions to difficult problems that you may be facing right mm-hmm. so uh, work together uh, on this learning journey i think that's mm-hmm. what um, i would also want to call out perfect perfect and what else ravi is there anything else that you want to discuss no i think we completed a circle right we started the discipline and ended up giving more insights on what a scrum master can look out for their career progression i'm i'm done if if you're fine then we can jump into the last uh, ritual of giving out on the socials socials yes yes go ahead okay so um have a question you guys have a question um anything as feedback for us to um, improve upon or any topic that uh, you wish us to discuss feel free to drop us a note to agile muse podcast with no space like agile muse podcast one word at, at gmail.com and we are we continuously uh, learning through timely inspecting and adapting on our own approach and and definitely your uh, your feedback is quite valuable for us and we appreciate it coming um, quite often on that note um, this is nothing much let's call this episode to done and thanks thanks everyone for encouraging spreading the word and um, we we get to see a lot of questions coming up and and we are we are hearing a lot of people passing on this um, our our podcast to their fellow colleagues and team thank members and that. so on yeah and we are we are really grateful and thank thank you thank you for that it's really encouraging to hear that happening so until then uh, until next time do take care be safe be good and and scrum on